Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Everyone agrees that pre-produced, lifted-from-radio ads suck on podcasts, and that the host-read ad is the clear winner. But is that true for every podcast? More importantly, is it true for your podcast? Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Terra. This is going to sound a little odd, but please bear with me. It's about podcast advertising, and I have a contrary opinion. Are you ready for it? I think we put too much emphasis on the host-read ad for podcasting. Not that I have any doubts as to the myriad case studies and the reports that have confirmed that, yes, podcasting's host-read ads beat the pants off of just about every other form of audio advertising. From unaided brand recall to an increase in purchase intent, uh, higher affinities and familiarities, host-read ads are clearly superior to announcer-read ads. Or are they? Well, yes, probably. Probably they are. But only, only if your podcast or the podcast you work on has cultivated an intimate relationship with the listeners of the show. Now, that phrase might have sent you scrambling for a drink if you're paying the podcast is an ultimate medium drinking game, which has one simple rule I'm sure you can figure out on your own. Or when you heard me say that a moment ago, perhaps it set off alarm bells because perhaps you haven't cultivated said intimate relationship. Yes, drink again. And maybe you can't. See, this is the part of the episode where I remind you that podcasting more describes the distribution medium than it describes the content. Now, if you've been with me for a while, this will come as no surprise to you. But if you're brand new, it might. So let me state this clearly. Podcasting is not a content format. Podcasts do not and should not all sound the same or follow the same content flow. To that end, and because of that, and perhaps shocking to you, not all podcasts have a host who cultivates or even earns an intimate relationship with the listeners of the podcast. And without that intimate relationship, you might, by the way, want to pause the drinking game or you're going to get really drunk even before the sponsor break. Host red ads just don't work as well. Sometimes announcer ads actually work better on some shows. Now, before you brand me as a heretic, let me make my case. But first, this episode is sponsored by Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast hosting company. Whether you're a new or a veteran podcaster, if you're serious about audience growth, then Captivate's unique feature set and proven deep dive education should be the next thing you try. 
Get a seven-day free trial and access to Captivate's podcast growth labs at Captivate.fm. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. You see, host read ads work really, really well. Not because the host is reading them. And I know that sounds weird. They work really, really well because the host has developed that intimate relationship with the audience, and their audience has come to either trust the recommendations of that host, or they personally want to do something nice to help that host, like perhaps buy something that they know the host benefits from. And it's that recommendation aspect that makes host-read ads on podcast work so stinking well. When the audience is deeply connected to the host, or at least feels they are deeply connected to the host, they, the audience, is receptive to receiving recommendations from that host. And so a host-read ad is a recommendation, albeit one the host is paid to make. But that recommendation power only goes so far. And it's defined, more or less, by the domain of the topics and issues discussed on that podcast. Some examples. Would I take either Andrew's or Don's recommendations on what car I should buy? Well, sure. They both host car-focused podcasts. But would their recommendations on what type of life insurance I should buy be as effective on me? Well, probably not. But if Susie recommended a good quality pair of binoculars on her podcast, and if I was in the market for binoculars, I'd absolutely take her advice and not do any more research, because she's a trusted and avid birder. But would her endorsements of patio furniture work on me? Less so. Now, in those instances where they don't work as well, where the subject of the ad read is orthogonal, to the topic at hand on the podcast, an announcer-read ad would likely be just as effective. Maybe even more so, since I wouldn't be listening with my head cocked to one side wondering why the ads don't match the content. But then again, I'm weird like that. And also, I listen to plenty of fiction podcasts, right? I listen to some news shows, and I listen to straight-up educational programs where there isn't a strong host. I've developed an affinity for the content that's produced, for sure, but I probably couldn't even name the host of some of those shows. So a host-read ad in those instances isn't all that important to me. It doesn't even work. In fact, an announcer-read would probably be just as good, if not even better, because it probably has all the right talking points, the research talking points, inside of it, without someone having to try and make it up as they go along and pretend they've got some intimate connection that just doesn't exist. So again, if for your listeners, your podcast truly is an intimate experience, 
then roll on with those host red ads because they'll work great. But it is not, and I assure you, not every listener has to have an intimate experience when they listen to every podcast. So if that's not the case, then recognize the case studies you're learning about and you're hearing about on other shows and other newsletters, they may not exactly line up to the type of podcast you produce. So it's okay for you to do your own thing for your ad reads and your sponsor messages. So with that, I shall be back next week with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.